Blog Talk Radio. from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. That is right, FXE Live. I am the jester. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm coming to you live, as always, from some location in Florida. I'd like to say, Deland, but uh, no, as many of you know, there's times where Mrs. Jester and I head over to Jester Island we did so late today, and uh, we're going to be spending the next couple of days there. Uh, I'll be I'll tell you what, I'll be able to post a couple of pictures of cocktail in hand and feet in the sand tomorrow for all you fine listeners out there. And uh, speaking of the fine listeners out there, before I get into the show, I really want to tell everybody, thank you so much. You know, I, I, the support has been great. But what's been funny is I didn't expect, you know, social media isn't always the best guide uh, of uh, what's going on. I didn't expect the listenership to this podcast to go up like it has over the past two weeks. And uh, that's really because of all of you out there. It is phenomenal, uh, the support. And uh, it's actually quite interesting if you are the jester it turns out that almost 60% of the listener out there is a female. Hello, ladies. Then it turns out 58% of you ladies are 35 to 44. Hmm. Very interesting. Who likes the beard? Is it the beard? Some people say it's the golden pipes, it's the voice, I don't know. Some say it's the uh, personality that just gets people, but I'm sorry. Uh, There is Mrs. Jester, and she has my heart. Anyway, folks, seriously, giving it to you tonight, FXE Live, Blood Raw. I am in that kind of mood. Let's just put it that way. It has been a crazy couple of days at work, and uh, yeah, I actually do uh, work on the side. Try not to very much, but uh, in this case, I am, and uh, (laughs) it leaves me ornery, to say the least. And so I came up with Blood Raw. Blood Raw is the best way to describe this podcast, as I will be cutting some people right to the bone, and (laughs) you know giving you inside wrestling info uh, like no other podcast. And we are currently now, and and this is uh, by stats out there. I love the supporters out there. We are Florida's number one wrestling podcast, FXE Live. And when I say we, I, of course, mean my esteemed colleague, JT, Jason Townsend, Fez437. I'll be bringing him in in a minute here. But, uh, you know, 
it really is, uh, it's been great, the support and all that. But tonight, like I said, I've got to get some things off my chest. uh, And because it isn't always all roses. And, you know, I'm tired of people making like it is uh, in this business. And I'm tired of people saying it's promoter this and promoter that. You know, I think tonight I might take some time to stand up for the some of the promoters out there because, you know, the wrestlers make like they're a bunch of angels and, you know, some of them aren't. So uh, we're going to give that to you tonight. A little blood raw. Uh, We'll get to that later on. You'll never influence the world if you're trying to be like it. True. During the past couple of days and the past couple of weeks, actually, uh, since our show, different kinds of support, different kinds of questions have been asked, uh, what's going on? Are we going to do more shows? Listen, it's real simple. Uh, Yeah, I am a control freak. It is that simple. When two of the three outsourced things that we had gave us problems at our show, uh, I will never outsource those things again. I will never go skimpier on a show because who, the people running it can't handle it. I shouldn't have been doing that to begin with. If you couldn't have handled my original idea, that, that's a whole other story. And I'll never uh, go back from that again. So yeah. Will we do a show? Yes. I can promise you somewhere along the lines, we will be doing a show. Okay. But it won't be. Some people said to me, you know, I can see what you're doing. No, you couldn't see shit of what I wanted there that night. So it's going to be interesting. We'll move towards that. But, and yes, by the way, because I have called it blood roar and I am in that kind of mood, uh, you'll take a note kindly, if you will. And look, I changed the rating for the show so that I can say, I don't give a shit when I don't give a shit tonight and uh, not really care. Hmm. You know what we need? We need a lemonade sponsor. We really do. I got to get a lemonade sponsor. Uh, Well, I don't have a lemonade sponsor, but we do have other great sponsors. And before I bring in JT, let me go ahead and tell you. FXE Live is brought to you by the good people at breadfromyourbed.com personal finance blog like you haven't seen out there. If you want the opportunity to make a little extra cash from home or start up a whole new business from home, you're tired of the rat race. Maybe you're tired of the travel, you know, the traffic and this. Maybe you hate your boss. Your boss sucks. Become your own boss. You can do it. It's not that hard. They'll show you how Joey and the gang are fantastic at that. Reach out to them again, Brad from yourbed.com. We also brought to you by <laughs> Deep Obsession Charters. Ryan Walton, Amber, and the gang, I'll tell you, will give you the time of your life. Do you like to dive or do you want to learn to dive? Go see them. They have so many different dives. It's uh, unbelievable. 
what you can see and, and the photos that you'll get and the experience that you'll have. Have you ever had a chance to actually dive with a shark and, and pet the shark? Uh, and you can do this. And, and they also have it set up where you can do this with the sharks and you don't have to have a uh, dive license for it. You can snorkel uh, dive with the sharks uh, as well. So it's a great opportunity. If you're in the Florida area, anywhere near Florida, travel over to West Palm Beach, see Ryan and the gang, Deep Obsession Charters, folks. Also, obviously, our crystal clear sound comes to you from Blog Talk Radio. Love those people. They have been fantastic. And they continue to upgrade their system to make it even better than it was the first day we started with them and uh, really appreciate the work on their end. If you're in Florida and you're in West Volusia, don't forget, we're also brought to you by D-Land Metalcraft. Need custom fabrication of anything metal? D-Land Metalcraft. Good people over there are also bringing you a show. 84 Lumber. And like I said, we're adding a bunch. I needed to get that out there, get that done with. Let's get JT in here. Let's talk a little bit about some of the people that were on the show. I want to talk to him about it. And then, uh, obviously, WrestleMania is here. WrestleMania is here, and it's in the Jester's backyard. So, of course, I have some opinions on that, as well as JT. Let's get him in here. Let's see what he has to say on the night. Jason Townsend, how are you? Jester, uh, doing doing well. Uh, even though I woke up at two fifteen this morning to uh, tornado sirens screaming, uh, warnings on the phones, take shelter. So uh, exciting night here in Texas, to say the least. And everybody's fine. Uh, there was no problem uh, for you guys. Yeah, no, about you know a little bit, maybe a couple miles away. They had one uh, funnel cloud uh, kind of skip down and jump back up, which is what set everything off. But uh, you know, it's it's funny. During the day, the storms never seem to bother me, but it just seems like at night, you know, can't see what's happening. You're you're asleep. You're kind of in that vulnerable position. It just seems to add a a, a little more element of terror to the situation. But a fun night overall. So, uh, but I'm definitely ready to talk some wrestling. Yeah, good, good. I want to just touch on a couple of things because a lot has gone on, and, and it's really been crazy. Uh, Jason and this and I haven't gone over a lot of things we haven't had a chance to uh, talk on a lot this week uh, both tied up uh, with work and you've got a lot going over there uh, going on over there and congratulations on everything and the big day tomorrow so definitely want oh, yeah. to uh, congratulate you on all the hard work you've put in over there um, oh yeah yeah gotta be gotta be so uh, but I'm, you know I'm just ready for some normalcy <laughs> I forgot what that is. I gave up I on normalcy a long time. I know you have. I know, you know, speaking of normal, you know, say speaking of normal, I know you mentioned uh, old WrestleMania there in the, in the backyard there in Orlando. Yeah. I got to say, in, in, as far as normal goes, uh, snafu, situation normal. I'm not that excited about this WrestleMania card. This is probably the least excited I've been in a while. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting because like I said, as, as we've gotten into it and we've gotten to know some of these wrestlers that, uh, have worked our match now and gotten to see some, uh, the local work, 
and then put it up against what's there. Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, here's a here's one uh, tonight, and, and I didn't get to, a chance to watch it because uh, I was tied up just before we came on air. But uh, I want to see what happened with Romeo Cavedo. Uh Supposedly, he uh-huh. was going to be on NXT tonight, from what I'm hearing. So Ooh. that'll be interesting. Oh, it, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, you know, and you, you mentioned that you changed the rating for the show. Man, I mean, we should have Johnny Knockout in the building if that's the case. I mean, it would fit right in. Johnny's a little busy this week, too. Uh, he's got yes, a couple of things going on, and uh, I couldn't be happier for him. You know, I, I talk about some of the people that really stood up. You know, JT, I talk about you. I talk about my son, Joey. You know, for some of you out there, and I want to clear something up uh, because there, there's a couple of different, they don't know who is who and all that. Uh, JT has been my radio partner and friend for quite some time. For those of you who didn't know who Joey was that night, who uh, talked to a bunch of the workers and talked to the crowd as well uh, during the night, that's my son. That's my son. And for any worker out there, uh, we've had some really great workers. You know, JT, I got to be honest with you, Johnny Knockout, absolutely fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Great guy yeah, was absolutely. fantastic that night. Mako, fantastic guy. Yeah. Uh, it was great that night. Uh, you know, who? Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Hound yep. Dog. Hound Dog and Hound Dog and uh, Hound Dog and Renegade. Taino, Mila, Shannon, Ace, Rex, Nick Nero. You know, a bunch yep. of them. Uh, and but here's the thing: is um, believe it or not, we've had a couple of people. Uh, well, like I said, they're just not as professional as you would think, okay? And, and one of the people that, to me, I, I, if I said douchebag with a smile on my face, I couldn't be more insulting. I, I really mean, uh, you know, it's this whole brotherhood of, you know, you always hear, you know, it's funny, JT, I heard not from many people, but I heard people wonder, was that collapse real? Was he playing? Huh. And, you know, I got to be honest with you. I guess those that don't know me uh, would say something like that. But uh, for those who don't know me and that would say something like that, um, the new rating tonight is for you. Fuck you very much. You don't know me. Come say it to my face. We had one wise ass go on our, our one of our uh, I, I forget which social media account and say something derogatory about me and this production. Again, this rating is for you. Fuck you very much. I'll say what I want when I want, and there's not a goddamn thing anybody's ever going to tell me different. Come say it to my face, coward. Because it's not true. Anything that comes out of my mouth, for as long as JT and everybody else around me has known me, you can count on good, bad, or indifferent. JT? Yeah. No, hey. I I really don't give a shit. If I I mess up, I mess up. Yeah, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Whether that's me the person next door, my wife, the family. Well, I don't care. So let me tell you something. 
You know, I heard so much about, well, we didn't know you as a promoter, and everybody's glad, okay, yeah, we found out, okay, you made good, as long as you made good, okay, you made good, everybody's happy, okay, and everybody is happy, good. You know what, I have, uh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy because, you know what, while everybody talks about the promoters, JT, they don't talk about the scumbag wrestlers, like Robbie E. Robbie E. has to be the biggest douchebag I have ever met on two feet. Now, I know, hey, listen, a lot of people try and separate themselves for me because I'm saying this, okay? They don't want to upset the brotherhood, okay? You know what? I don't give a shit. Robbie E's a douche. Robbie E took $730 of my money, showed up late after the show was over, and doesn't want to return a nickel. Now, anybody that wants to support that behavior, you're just as big a douche as Robbie E. And I don't give a shit who likes it and who doesn't. That's the wrestling business, folks. That's what it's like to be a promoter. Tired of hearing the wrestlers, nah, nah, you got to understand what the promoters are like. That's why, nah, nah, ah, shut up. Like you're all a bunch of friggin' angels out there. You got somebody, look at the ranks of Robbie E. Supposed, oh, big star, big star. A big piece of shit. Take $730 of mine, show up after the event's over and not want to give back one nickel? All right, and you know what? Do me a favor. Anybody who supports them, don't listen to my fucking show again either. I don't care. Get off of my podcast. You don't belong here if you support that kind of behavior. JT's like, shit, I was not expecting this. This is what happens when we don't have a production meeting and I don't find out what's on his mind before we do the show. JT's like, yeah, I, exactly. thought, I, I thought this was WrestleMania. I thought we were covering WrestleMania. We are. We got 40 minutes to cover WrestleMania. I had to get that out of my system because that is ugly, okay. man. Well, it's ugly, you know though. though. You know what, though? Let's say this. Now, okay, you've had your moment. Now, now give me give me mine here. So, do I support Robbie? No, I don't. What he did, it was a, it was a dick move. Plain and simple. I mean, you 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 call it what it is. You know, but for every dick like that, just like there's bad promoters, there's bad talent out there that do stupid shit like this. Yeah. There's good people like you said, and there's good promoters. You know, yeah, exactly. Well, on the positive out there, the Johnny Knockouts, the, the Shannon yes. Moores, the, the people yeah. of that nature that come in, that bust their ass, that care about the friendship, the honor of something, and putting on, well, well, let's say, getting the promoter their money's worth. There's a lot of that out there. The problem is there's people like Robbie E. that make it, those people look bad. Is it my uh, – am I, am I saying this incorrectly when we're talking about the wrestlers? No. We're not talking about you. Hold on. We're not talking about you. We're not talking about Joey. We're not talking about anything. We're talking about particular wrestlers. When you talk of right. Johnny Knockout and Shannon Moore, in particular, Shannon Moore, okay, he was the example. He was the last time I checked, he was pretty much the highest ranking officer in that room. Right. Okay. Right. 
and he handled himself and was the example to the other wrestlers. Johnny Knockout. Right. Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Tanino. Mila. Mila, fantastic. Great kid. Love her. Yeah. As much as I hate her, I love her. She's a good girl. (laughs) I I, I, I wish I knew the guy's name. There was one guy about a week before the show that put on uh, on the FXT Facebook page that Shannon Moore was washed up. Dude, if that's what washed up is, <gasps> all oh, yeah. Because that's right. I remember that, Snow, dude. Yeah, him and Lindsay Snow were the most perfect, well-oiled machine that I've seen, including the garbage that's on TV today, that's on yeah. USA Network. So yeah. Let, yeah, let's let's talk about washed up. So I saw it firsthand. That dude's awesome, and so is his protege. So yes, whew, that's washed up. Maybe all will be washed up. <laughs> Find the but, other. Uh, hey, listen, uh, I got to ask you before we do get to WrestleMania, I have to get to something that I know has to irritate you. It has to, and that's why I want to get to it. Yeah, what did you think about? Now, listen, would the statistics show? The statistics uh-huh. show that almost 60% of all women, uh, of the listeners, uh-huh. are women. 60% of the listeners okay. are women. Okay. And uh-huh. of that group, 58% of those women are 35 to 44. So in the my beard opinion, plays. Right. Yeah. The beard. How do we know that JT doesn't play? Oh. You think it's you? Well, maybe Wait a second now. Wait a second. You traveled the street. You try home on now. Don't even try. Hey, listen, folks. Don't let him pull this on you. Don't let him. Don't even try. Listen, you walked the streets of Daytona with me when you were here, and you saw what's up. Don't lie now. The beard plays. It's stupid as hell, but it does. <laughs> and you know it does. And the best part was, the best part was, people, folks, you gotta understand this. The beard plays. These women would walk up to me and say, "Hey, how long has your grandfather had a blue beard?" I mean, it you was fantastic. Oh, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> yeah, you wish, funny boy. That's the killer in all of it. The it is is ridiculous. Hey, listen, folks. I don't care, you know, and that's the best part. Anybody ever want to make fun of the blue beard? I got a list of stuff I'll give you to help make fun of the blue beard. I happen to think it's funny as hell, but it plays. Oh, it does play. It does. No, no. For so all you haters. That one, dude, that one dude that looked just like Paul Rubens, he was really into that beard, too. I mean, when you let him stroke on it and stuff, I was a little concerned for a minute there. Yeah, uh-huh. You have fun, sir. Uh, I give, I, you know, I give the jester a hard time, but I got to say, surprisingly enough, you, it's like a magnet. It really is. We know it makes you sick. It really does. <laughs> you should see yeah, your face. You know what makes me sick, and I know it's going to be coming up very shortly, but don't do it. Oh, what? No, what? Oh, what? WrestleMania? I'm not saying a damn oh. thing. No, what? Continue on. Let's Let's continue on. No, no, you can't. I will stop the show right here until you speak. I will say another word. That god-awful song of yours is what makes me sick. Oh! Oh, I don't even think I have it anymore. God, that's a disappointment. I'm sorry. Yeah, because you were worried if the beard was going to, uh, you know... 
if if Vince is insistent as he has been all this time that Reigns is staying a face, how do you have him win this match? I like I said, this is one of the, this is why I don't know what one of the two matches that I'm sitting there. What are they going to do? Where does it go? You know, do you Goldberg really read, and I, Same thing with that. You're talking about one of the two matches. Same thing with that. I mean, not to leave this match, we'll be right back on it, but it's like that. What, no, is it no, going to last more than 26 seconds? No, this has to be where Lesnar wins. It has to be. Hope. You would yeah. hope. Yeah, no, it has to. I mean, no, no. But think about this. I, I will, yeah, I'd bet the farm on this. If No, there's no way Lesnar loses. No way. Okay, no way Lesnar loses. Let me ask you this. Okay, right. fair enough. No way Lesnar loses. But yet they made a big thing, was it after Survivor Series on Raw the next night where uh, Goldberg says, oh, Stephanie McMahon wants to know if I have another title run left in me. You realize he hasn't had a match yet. So are you really going to have Goldberg go out with no matches as the champion? No. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, what kind of title run is that? I mean, that's a joke. This guy was a champion and never defended it one time. He loses to Lesnar. That's his only match as a champion. So what kind of title run is that? So, you know, is it really Lesnar that's guaranteed to win this? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, that's something I think you have to consider in that. It's not like they threw him on Raw a couple times and he defended the title. Okay, at least we saw him defend his title a couple times. You know, so hmm. it could be a booking mistake on their part, you know, um, by not having him actually wrestle with that title. But that's where I say, is it a given that Lesnar wins? Uh, I three times to Goldberg. Three times. Maybe to there's interference. Maybe this. Maybe this is where Strowman interferes. Maybe this is where somebody else. You know, Strowman's in the Andre the Giant battle memorial. Maybe this is where Harris. Chester interferes. Oh, you find? Yeah, you, Could you imagine now? See, here's the thing, too, uh, you know, and that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. We'll get back onto this because funny, uh, I do have a funny story here um, about that, about Jester possibly interfering on WrestleMania. I've actually had somebody ask me if I thought I'd like to be a manager. This was over because I had talked about it once before. Jesus, it was maybe about two, three months ago about the whole idea of being a manager and over the past week, I had somebody come and ask me, did I ever think about following through on that manager? There are no great managers and uh, like, you know, Fuji or, or Jimmy Hart and all that uh, in wrestling right now, other than Heyman. Heyman's the only good uh, Mike man uh, right now. And, and they could definitely use a character. Now, I, I would think I fall under character. Mm-hmm. The beard plays. I'm decent on the mic. I could be a villain. I could definitely interrupt matches. I think I have uh, the creative ability to come up with uh, a couple of various ways to interfere. uh, Should my uh, should my client be down and need a little assistance uh, on the side? I'll uh, listen. uh, If it's real simple, 
Uh, am I really speeding if I don't get stopped? You know, hmm. so. Right, right. I mean, I can see you doing it. I mean, I think that's one of the things that WWE's missing at this point. Um, but let's be real. You look at these people that blindly fork over hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of dollars to go to WrestleMania in tickets yeah. and merchandise and hotel food. And but what if merchandise really was it. the blue beard? Could you imagine? Somebody painting blue beard Maybe next people. year for WrestleMania, I could be. I'll be there, and, and we could give out blue beards or shirts with the blue beard, just the blue you, beard on it. You do realize, though, there, if there's more blue beards, the beard won't play. It's not going to be as uh, unique. I could be a sellout for the right price, though. You see, I'm ready to go ahead yeah, you and. Could. Uh, you are. Done, yeah. Right? No. Uh, hey, listen. The. Uh, you know, let me tell you something. I'm a little tired of that Giants fan stuff, too, sir, okay? This is uh, 73, sir, is a long time ago, all right? Long you know what? It, 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 really, it really was. It really was. But you know what? At this point, does it really matter? Uh, no. Not right now. Anyway, listen, let's get back to WrestleMania. I've got to ask you, uh, that other one that I was talking about, you know, I mean, uh, Seth Rollins, Triple H, where do they go with this? Where, 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 I mean, that has I'm the potential to be a really good match. It really does. But do they do the whole Seth Rollins has been playing up the, the need of the crutch this whole time and he's magically 100% at WrestleMania because, let's be real, he needs to be 100% for that match to really be being worth watching to be any good. You, know, you can't have a hobbled Seth Rollins out there against Triple H because we all know uh, Triple H is a legend and a god in his own mind, and unfortunately he's the one that calls the shot, so we know he's not going to make himself look bad. Hmm. Are you still talking about Triple H or me on that? Well, I mean, I see a lot of similarities. <laughs> he's in a little bit. Of I'm listening to you talking about Triple H. I'm like, Wait a minute. <laughs> no wonder I like this guy. <laughs> no wonder he's such a you know, fan favorite for me. Um, but really, you know Triple H is not going to book himself to look like the weak opponent here. So in that case, for this to be any kind of match, Rollins needs to come out, toss the cane aside, never, you know, oh, I haven't needed the cane for weeks. Um, you know, and then you, think, uh, you think they spill over? You, you think they spill over and go through the arena? You think they go old I don't. school and go through the arena? I don't. I I think Triple H would want to charge each say. person that puts his hand on him, or you know, hand on him in the crowd, extra money. And I don't see him being able to collect on that. So, um, no, I don't see him doing that for free. I think that'll stay in and inside the barricades. Maybe hmm. it goes backstage. Maybe it goes backstage, but not in the crowd. Not the way that are you. I mean, I was at the Citrus Bowl the last time they had WrestleMania, and by the look right. of the setup this year, yeah. it's going to be awful difficult for them to try something like that. What about the <laughs> yeah? Why don't we uh, talk about your favorite guys, Enzo and Big Cass, <sighs> Zaro and Sheamus? Gallows and Anderson triple threat ladder match. Oh, you know, unfortunately for me, 
um, you know, you might as well let them use your song as their entrance, but I think the certifiable G-string and Mama Cass are going to be handed those belts coming out of WrestleMania, more so for their mouth. Yeah, there it is. More so for their mouth than anything. Because we know it's not their in-ring ability. Neither one of them impressed me at all in the ring, especially Enzo. I, uh, well, yeah, no, I love, I love Enzo, but not for his in-ring ability. And, uh, I, I, I just, Dude, you, they you have been building. Yeah. You talk about advocates and you said it before. I agree with you. That guy needs to be a manager. Yeah. He should just be Cass's manager, but they can't do that now. There's no way, there's no oh, yeah. storyline that would permit that to happen. Unless somehow they came up with uh, an injury. Well, you know, maybe when they did the whole thing where he was in Rusev's and Lana's room and Rusev beat the holy hell out of him, that kid took some bumps. I'll give him credit. Yeah, the kid is. can take a hit. And it's oh, yeah, he's kid. a rag doll. He's a good kid. He works his ass off. Um, but I, to me, I just don't see the in-ring ability from this guy. And Cass, ah, let's be real, I mean – the guy has the ability of, of, like I said, an Andrew Test Martin, but doesn't yeah. seem to have the uh, the. He doesn't seem to put it together yet. I've seen some nice moves from him, and you know another guy that I think could could stand to get in the gym a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You'd like to see that kid a, a little bit more built. Make a make a you know you could you could make him. Oh yeah. He's got you can make him big. Prowess. You can make him big because he's got the power. He's got the agility. He's got the size. Now you know the added muscle. I don't think the added muscle would slow him down at all. He moves very light footed. So uh, you know, a guy that could be, could be you know, a main event guy. Not even asking to, to put on some muscle. How about just firm up, dude? Yeah, tone up a little bit. You. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're just a little S-A-W-F-T there, pal. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I think this is one where Gallows and Anderson definitely keep it. And this is somewhere maybe that they can go ahead and stay consistent with the belt not changing around and also coincide with the idea that supposedly, you know, we're bringing over these guys, we're bringing over the Bullet Club, supposed to be taking over the place and all that. Well, maybe this is finally, you know, where they put their foot down, or or no, you see, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, can you see a scenario where Seamus uh, and Cesaro win? I think now that they've kind of made Seamus and Cesaro seem like they're pals, you know, that you lost that that infighting and that, that abrasive uh, relationship that they had going on at this point, what's the point of them having the tag titles? Uh, it just before it was fun to watch them, you know, what were they going to do next to keep the title, even though they couldn't work together? Now they it's lost like, the dimension. Man, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they really need to, uh, to split them up and Cesaro move him to SmackDown, move him somewhere where he has an opportunity. You know, Seamus uh, was Triple H's sparring partner forever, and I think he still is. Seamus is job safe. Keep him on Rob, and I'd like to see Cesaro get moved over where he's going to get an opportunity on SmackDown. Definitely get a better opportunity over there. It's a, there there's, there's a guy that needs a manager. Yeah. 
Well, he used to have because one. what it is, he one. needs a personality. Didn't that, I'm wasn't sorry? Asana his manager at one point when he first came out? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Though, well you got to have a manager with him because he's so monotone. There's he's no like Kevin Owens he, promo monotone, but yeah, he is monotone. You're right. Yeah, and there's another guy that exactly. Uh, I I get used to watching some of the old stuff again, and I keep. I know I'm sorry. I keep saying that, but where even on the promos they sold it. You got to go over the top. When I see this guy, yeah, gonna, uh, 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 you know. I, yeah, but if you if you just talk like this. Right, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, all these guys were so larger than life and over the top with their promos. It, you did, you had to watch it. It's like, you know, you could not watch it. Now it's just like... And science has nothing to do with it because you got somebody like HBK, same thing. He, he, he brought intensity, <laughs> great yeah. intensity. Okay. Well, you believe Eddie him. Guerrero. Well, Eddie Guerrero. Right. Intensity. Oh, Eddie Guerrero. Intensity. You know, he was going to kick someone's teeth in. You believed he was going to kick someone's teeth in. Yes. But now, a little passion. Now it's like, you know who would be a good WWE wrestler today? Who? Ben Stein. I mean, that dude would be able to cut a promo, an epic promo in today's uh, in today's world. Fry. Fry. That's what it is. It's just, it's so boring. Yeah, you're going to whoop someone's ass. Okay. And you're going to be I think that's why we're Johnny Knockout fans. Dude, well, that and many other reasons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Johnny, many other reasons. But, yeah, Johnny yeah. Knockout, when you listen to Johnny's that dude, if you're, if you're prepared for the F-bombs, look out, man. This guy is going to absolutely tell you a story. And you're going to believe it when it's over. Um Plain and simple. So that that guy, yeah, that dude's a throwback. He's a he's a and he's a good guy. Let me tell you, folks, if you have the opp- opportunity to see Johnny Knockout work, uh, go see him. He deserves every bit uh, of the attention uh, he can get. Great guy and uh, great worker. So enjoy his work. Uh, let me tell you something, JT. As, as I sit here and. Uh, I'm starting to see what you're saying about this WrestleMania. I'm looking at the rest of the card here going. Eh. Where's that, 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 that WrestleMania moment match where something, you know, and I was at last year's in Dallas. Yes. Shane jumped off the top of the hell in the cell. That was fun to watch, you know, but maybe they'll have something like they did last year where, you know, you had Austin and Michaels and, 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 you know, uh, mankind, I think it was. I forget now. It's been a year, but come down and you know do something. But I don't know. I'm just looking at the only match. Wondering. Okay, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, and here's why. You know, I'm looking at these matches. We talked about the uh, the triple threat match for for uh, the Raw tag team, but is there any real intensity there? of a rivalry between any real, real intensity. The only one really looking at this card where you go, I don't know what to expect. Because, again, you look at Taker and Reigns, 
you're not going to see, no matter what happens, win or lose, as silly as this is going to sound, you're not going to see anything spectacular during it. No. Nothing you haven't seen already. Yes. The only match that you sit there and look at and go, well, we might actually, actually, there's two matches. We might actually see something is, believe it or not, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. Because okay. that gives the opportunity. See, to me, having Shane in there gives AJ the opportunity to do AJ-like moves. Because Shane, yeah, Shane's a good, yeah, Shane's a good guy to receive and take a beating. Okay, the other one is Bray and Randy that you might see something decent out of it, just because of the storyline and what Bray might bring to this whole picture. If uh, and they that's not this, the actual storyline up where he bathed in his sister's ashes, Randy Orton set the house on fire. If they play to the storyline and include some of that and some effects into the actual match, that one could be interesting. Isn't it funny that the two matches you speak of, I believe, are both from the B show? And, you know, yeah. And here's the thing, though. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Now, Again, folks, humor me for a minute that I may actually have some creative ability. If Bray Wyatt walks out, lantern in one hand, okay, and an urn in the other, takes the urn, puts his fingers in the ashes, and then covers his face with it, and then goes into that ring like a madman. What? Yeah. You Did can you do some really Wayne? crazy yep. stuff based inside of what they've been doing and the storyline. Oh. That's how you make it bigger. Yeah. That's how you make it an epic match. And and let me let me add to that. I love what you're saying there. Let us you know, there's been so many different variations of Randy Orton. The one that I'd like to see was the legend killer version where he slowly yeah. went out there to put down all these different legends when he had the opportunity basically to end it. I'm done. You're done. You're old news legend killer, Randy Orton. Nice to meet you. You know, if they bring that version of Randy Orton into this match, that could be interesting. Well, yeah. Could you imagine, okay, Bray comes out to all that, okay? And then Orton just comes out like a madman. What if he takes it to him, like, right off the bat? What if he uh, uh, comes up with something else right there? Uh, uh, as he comes out of the stage, he has another piece of some family artifact or something and trashes right. it right there on the stage. Here's how scared I am of you. Here's how much I worry. Whatever you could say, okay, and he slams it down. It breaks into a million pieces. That's what I think of your family. That's what I think of your heritage. Now I'm about to or, make you. you know, maybe, I'm gonna make you ashes just like your sister or whatever. I, I don't care. Yeah, maybe There's a million ways you can go with it. Well, maybe you start off WrestleMania with the idea that uh, Eric Rowan, the, you know, the Sheep Mask, uh, it kind of is back with uh, Bray to support him in his title defense at WrestleMania, and you have Orton basically just RKO him at some point before the match, right through something. You know, basically yeah. just to deliver a message to Bray, you know, to get some intensity going right off the rip. Not that those two need it. I mean, all these workers are fantastic. The problem is 
they're all they're all at the um, at the mercy of uh, Triple yeah. H in the PG era. No, how about this one? How about Bray go in the go in the ring? Randy come out with the urn of ashes and slam that to the ground. What? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so much you can do with this if if ah, oh, I tell you. I should be a promoter. Stop. We're going to give WWE Uncreative a bad name. <laughs> What's the next match? Uh, you know, I don't know. What do you want to go to? The next one's boring, too. No, well, seriously. Here's my um, John here's Cena my and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. There you go. Well, here's my prediction. Who cares? But other than that, <laughs> um, if, if we have to pick someone in this god-awful representation of a match... Here's a thought, WWE. Don't let Nikki Bella talk about how this is her going away match and her dream. Do you really think they're going to have her lose in her going away match? And please, stop. Stop with the Bella thing with Miz and Maurice. It's terrible. It's god-awful. It's horrible. You don't like it? No. I'd I'd rather sit to an insurance seminar for 25, 35, 45 hours a week than to watch another five minutes of that. It's not even remotely funny. It's horrible. And Maurice, you don't look good with dark hair. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, no, don't change a thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, please. Anyway, who do you see winning that one, though? Cena and Uh, Bella? Yeah. Cena and Bella. Yeah. I mean, again, you announce your retirement after WrestleMania. But you don't. I don't know the whole. Now, if they have her lose her her retirement match, color me surprised. You guys threw me a curveball. But it just seems hard to imagine as much right. as they want her to do as an ambassador after her wrestling career. I don't see them having her lose in her first match with her hubby to be or want to be John Cena. Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. Now, here's how you catch me. Here's how you get me interested. Hey, you know what? I got to tell you something. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Throw this out there. This is how you get me interested, Vince. You have John Cena go heel during the match and turn on Nikki Bella. Now I'm interested in watching your show. Exactly. Because he, you know, hey, listen, uh, for those of you out there, so that you know, um, the part where the Miz and, uh, and, uh, talks about Nikki Bella wanting to sleep her way through the company and to the top and all that. Um, as much as it sounds like it's a work, it's actually true too, though. Um, she is widely known as seen as that kind of a person that, that is why she is with Cena. And, uh, it would be funny as hell if all of a sudden just like Cena used this as the forum to break up. <laughs> Like, just completely bury this girl's career. Listen, I, I don't think I know what you were about. Now, get out of here. Yeah, CM Punk pipe bomb promo right there in the match, <laughs> the match in the ring. Oh, my God. Folks, I should be a promoter. Um, so, Raw's women champion, Bailey. I've got a prediction on this one. Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks. Nia Jax, Mother Nature, right? The Fabulous Moore, May Young, Awesome Kong, May Young. 
who else can we get in this friggin' match? <laughs> really? Okay, so now that we have everybody there, hell, hell, the gang's all here in this fatal four-way. Who wins the championship? Where is the belt going now? Let's spin the wheel. <laughs> oh, here it goes. You ready? All Go four ahead. of them are going to hold the title by the end of the night. <laughs> I won. No, I won. <laughs> we got to do it over. I mean, let's. I mean, it, it really, at this point, and, and let's be honest, I've been wanting to say this for a while. In ring, Charlotte, you're amazing, Charlotte. In the ring, you have am- yes. amazing talent. Your whole trying so hard to be your dad on the mic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're terrible on the mic. Yes. Okay? You sound like a petulant child. Uh, it, it's terrible. Please, do the world a favor you're a sweetheart in person. I've met you. Nobody's buying that you're this bad bitch. Um, yeah, right? Drop it. Just go in there. Go in there. Use your wrestling ability because you are immensely talented in that ring and kick people's yes. ass because listening to you talk on the mic, it's just like, man, is she trying to be Ric Flair? Because let's be real, nobody's Ric Flair. Well, nobody's Ric Flair, and it really – you play to your strength. If you're a good person, just be a good person. Just play it. Do it. Do she you. She's an absolute you sweetheart in person. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's, she and is. She's ever, and if they flip her to a face and she can just be herself, now I talk about playing to your strength. And, again, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean about it. But, again, she's immensely talented in the ring. But listening to her promos, it's just like, wow. Yeah, please. Just, just yeah. Sit on it, Pachi. You know. You were talking about a petulant child, and speaking of that petulant child, um, there's also Bailey in the match. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, she's just annoying. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. She is, I'm sorry. I... I'm sorry. And please, and here's going to be the sad part. Okay, she's going to be one day forty, going hug me. Fifty, hug me. 60, hug me. Holy shit. Anyway, Sasha Banks. Now, if Sasha Banks says hug me, that is another story. But anyway. Wow, please. You and your Sasha Banks thing. Um, She's adorable. Like I said, she's she's cute. I think they let, uh, if we're picking an actual winner in this, um, as much as everybody wants to take uh, Nia Jax due to her. size and and other things i honestly think that it's wrestlemania and let's be real i think they're gonna let a flair walk out of that with the title so i think flair walks out with it the pay-per-view well she finally lost to the pay-per-view don't forget she finally lost to the pay-per-view but 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 let's be real bailey is not getting the reaction from the crowd at all Sasha needs a heel turn, and I won't even mention the other. Why won't you say Nia Jax? Why don't you think that this might be the time where she? Uh, listen, she is a beast. She should hold she the is, title a where's while. The momentum? Where's the momentum coming into WrestleMania to justify her taking that title? Well, the problem with they, that they, is they, they there's no storyline. See. There's no great right. storylines with her. Right, and they did the same thing to her that they did with Strowman. 
They built them mm-hmm. up against all these jobbers, and then you started having them lose to, you know, people they shouldn't be losing to type, you know. It, right. it just, they ended that. They were dominant, and now they're nothing. It always reminds me of Mark Henry. When he was a heel, nobody could beat Mark Henry. When he was a face, right. Rey Mysterio yeah. could have pinned Mark Henry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I yeah, I just don't understand. They should be, uh, again, some of the creative just leaves something to be desired. Uh, and Nia Jax is probably the biggest case of it. Because, you know, that's one thing. Every time I talk with Jimmy about Hulk, okay, he talks about how Hulk is just larger than life. There are some wrestlers, right. Gorilla Monsoon, people that were just larger than life. And to me, you have somebody like Nia Jax who should be made larger than life. And they've yet to do it. No. No. And they haven't found a good storyline. They haven't found a good way to get her in there. Really, truly, the thing that I noticed that is lacking, again, is the passion and the storytelling with it. So that there is more on the line than just a regular match. You know, ha- listen, the, the regular wrestling fan knows they're going to see certain moves out of certain people each and every match. You're going to have that. The fan expects that. They expect mm-hmm. the storyline around it to be what is changing, is what makes it grandiose. The way that the wrestlers sell their moves or sell their promos, because after that, all they're doing is their same moves that they do month after month after show after show after show after show. We all know yep. what Roman Reigns is going to do. We all know what yep. uh, you think of the great ones. You all know what Undertaker's going to do. You knew what Hulk was going to do. He, he had very limited moves. Uh, you knew what Stone Cold was going to do. You knew what Rock was right. going to do. But what was changing around them, the dynamics of it, that's what was missing. Right. So right. Uh, it, that is the luster that is taken off. It's not the workers that have taken the luster off WrestleMania, okay? It is the ownership that has, in my opinion. Absolutely. JT, any last words? We got 60 seconds, brother. Um, looking forward to, uh, hopefully there'll be some good stuff this weekend. Uh, other than that, who knows? <laughs> I just wish I was more excited about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to join us here, folks, next week on FXE Live. <laughs> Would I mention the rag doll? What am I going to be up to next week? <laughs> Folks, I am the fantasy jester, the jester, Joey, two bags of donuts, and anything else you want to call me. I really don't care. I am here on Jester Island. I'm about to go sit in the sand tomorrow and tan away. For JT and the whole gang here at FXE, have a great night. I'm the Jester. I'm out of here. <laughs>